Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Danger lurks in the American landscape. No one in their right mind would be out here, which makes it the perfect place to kill someone introducing hot and deadly from id your podcast for classic american true crime served with a side of biscuits and gravy on each episode you'll hear some of id's most shocking stories of murder and betrayal from the mystery of a preacher shot and killed by a bow and arrow to a former prom queen gone missing and found murdered listen to hot and deadly on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts this program contains dramatizations of real events Some names and timelines have been changed. Listener discretion is advised. You always hear folklore. You hear horror stories and ghost stories. But a lot of the ones told are true. I'm not worried about a ghost. But I worry about people. Perhaps that day, maybe he was out hunting. Like maybe he was just looking for people that he thought he could kill. We're way out in the middle of nowhere. There was no help. What are you going to do? Just run for your life. The Appalachian Trail follows a path from Georgia to Maine, 2,000 miles along America's oldest mountain chain. To hikers, it's known as simply the AT. The Appalachian Trail is completely isolated. The enjoyment of the trail is getting out where there is nothing but nature. But one of the drawbacks to the serenity of the surroundings is you become very complacent, very comfortable. And you kind of don't see the dangers that lurk. On a peaceful day in May of 1981, two hikers were walking on this trail. Bobby Mountford and Susan Ramsey were social workers and part of their hike was to raise money for a facility for troubled kids up in Maine. In 1981, Bobby was hiking the entire trail from south to north, and I believe that Susan had joined him for several weeks to come up through Virginia. 
Okay. Okay, I think we're here. <laughs> well, that's early. I mean... <laughs> Where is here, exactly? Uh... Dismal... Oh, nice, Dismal Creek. Yeah. And we're uh, right on time. Excellent. Okay, so from here, it's another three miles to Wapiti Shelter. We're just gonna camp there overnight. And then from there, it is 17 miles into town. Okay. Man. There was also a, a gentleman there. He's a very sheepish looking guy. Bobby. If you know where to go looking, there's arrowheads all over these here parts. Indian arrowheads. I could show you how to spot them if you like. Uh, sure. If you're going our way. He doesn't look at you. He, when he talks to you, he kind of looks down. Uh, we could always use the extra company. Are you from around these parts? I sure am pleased to meet you. Uh, Bobby. Hi, Susan. They talked for a few minutes. They had a conversation. Then they left together, walking down the trail. Molly? Yeah, sure. By day's end, all three would become etched into Appalachian Trail lore forever. Uh, I the lingering memory of what happened persists there, really, to this day. Almost 27 years later, 33-year-old Sean Farmer is on his way to visit the same section of the Appalachian Trail. Dismal Creek is in the southwestern part of our county. It's a gloomy name, but I mean, it's just a beautiful place to go and relax and enjoy yourself. Well, I'm originally from Bluefield, Virginia. It's right on the border of Virginia and West Virginia. It's in the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah, I'd say the biggest part of my life when I was a kid was fishing or you know, camping, stuff like that. That day, I was planning to go meet my friend Scott Johnston. I grew up with Scott. Um, he and I had fished our whole lives together. He was a great fishing buddy. Hey, man. You get 20 bucks on pump two. You bet. One of these. You said to hike the AT? No. <laughs> Let's do some fishing. Up above Dismal Falls. Dismal? Them two hikers, they seen some funny things up that way. Strange marks on the rocks along the creek. Scared them boys into coming back down here and hiking the highway till they reach town. <laughs> Need a receipt? Nah, man, I'm good. Well, you be careful out there. Watch out for them cougars and what have you. <laughs> Where we were on, up there on Dismal Creek was really isolated and it was about as far back as you could be. 
Scott and I had camped at Dismal Creek four or five times before and fished several times in the past. That's kind of like our backyard almost. That day when I pulled up to the campsite, his truck was there, his tent was already set up. Scott wasn't there. You must be Sean. That's right. Scott said he'd be meeting you here. I'm Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Like the football player. You don't look much like him. <laughs> oh no. I don't guess I do. Thing is, uh, me and Scott were doing some fishing down along the dismal. He said I, I could join you for supper. Yeah, that's cool, man. You can do that. I didn't think much of it at first. He was just kind of a weird guy, you know. There is a code on the on the Appalachian Trail, you know, to help each other out and befriend each other and just be there. And if someone's in need, maybe share something you have and maybe they'll share something they have with you. Dude. <laughs> Scott. You made it, man. Yeah, man. Hey, check this out. Nice, Ooh. nice. Babies are biting. Yes. <laughs> hey, well, uh, let's get a fire started. Let's do it. All right, man. Eventually, Scott came up from the river. Several hours passed, and you know, we cleaned the fish, and then we cooked out and made some burgers, and it was getting dark. Guess you boys know these woods pretty good, huh? Guess you know about the trail that going through here, the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, I guess you must have heard tell about the AT killer. That happened down in uh, Carolina, right? The AT killer in 81? No, sir. That was right here in Virginia. Not too far from this spot, mind you. Just a few yards on down the trail. After social workers Susan and Bobby met a stranger along Dismal Creek, they made camp at Wapiti's shelter. So you two boyfriend and girlfriend like? Oh. Well, we're, we're really good friends. Yeah. We work together at a place for people who don't have anywhere to go. Susan felt that he was harmless, uh, that he basically was a person who was mentally or, or even physically challenged in some way and unable to maneuver the trail. And so she felt like she needed to take him, assist him. Being a social worker is a great thing, but in this case, it might have been the downfall. Hey, do you have a place to call home? Indians were in these woods 10,000 years for us, you know. We're just interlopers. What the Indians did when the first settlers come up here? The oldest grave in these parts is Mary Porter's, 1742. 
Indians got her. And they killed her. <laughs> Listen, I gotta get out of here. On May 19th, uh, 1981, Bob Mumford and Susan Ramsey were on the Appalachian Trail in the Dismal Creek area of Giles County. Took a week before they found him. All tied up in their bedrolls, buried in shallow graves. Sean and Scott had come to Dismal Creek to fish in May 2008. It was something they'd done a lot before. Sean found a man there, Ricky Williams. They invite Ricky to have supper with them. They tried to take care of him a little bit. That's one hell of a story. Happened right around here, huh? Not one mile away. Well, you ought to hear the rest of it. Now it's up to the sheriff to find the fella who done all this. People were terrified. They, they thought that there was a, you know, a killer on the loose. No one knew what had happened. No one knew who had done it. The entire Appalachian Trail in Virginia was shut down by the authorities. There was a, a large uh, police presence all along the trail. People were trying to find hikers and make sure people were safe. In 1981, I was a deputy sheriff. I investigated robberies, rapes, murders, thefts, bad checks, whatever was reported, we handled. Uh, this case will forever be with me. Hey. We found a book. It was a blood smudge on the book with a fingerprint in it. Okay, we got a thumbprint here. You think that's blood? We'll find out. 
The fingerprint found in the book matched a Parisburg, Virginia resident with no prior history of violence, 27-year-old Randall Lee Smith. Randall Lee Smith. Who is Randall Lee Smith? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Danger lurks in the American landscape. No one in their right mind would be out here, which makes it the perfect place to keep kill someone introducing hot and deadly from id your podcast for classic american true crime served with a side of biscuits and gravy on each episode you'll hear some of id's most shocking stories of murder and betrayal from the mystery of a preacher shot and killed by a bow and arrow to a former prom queen gone missing and found murdered listen to hot and deadly on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Randall Smith had grown up on the outskirts of the town of Parisburg. Smith lived with his mother after his mother and father divorced and his father left. He had an aunt and uncle that lived next door, and the uncle would take him camping um, along the same area of National Forest and Appalachian Trail that would later figure so much in his life and those of his victims. Miss Smith, we're here about- I know why you're here, and you ain't coming in. Not without a warrant. Randall Smith lived a, almost a secluded life, and he had acquired the nickname LR for Lion Randall. He was an outcast all his life. He basically just stayed at home with his mother or collected arrowheads out in the National Forest. We went and searched the house. We found several pictures of naked women taped together. Lawson, over here. We found some cut-off shorts. It looked like there was something red all over these shorts. Well, through our investigation, we determined the blood in the shorts were, were Susan's. Several weeks later, investigators arrested Randall Lee Smith in South Carolina and returned him to Virginia. Randall Smith had a lot of mystery that stayed with him why he did such a horrible thing. I'm told that when the investigators asked him about it in 1981, he just said he didn't want to talk about it. 
1982, Smith pled guilty to the murders of Susan Ramsey and Robert Mountford Jr. and was sentenced to 30 years in prison. Hikers for years have recorded how they were feeling haunted, feeling eerie, not feeling comfortable in that area. Whether it's superstition or just respect or, or just a, a knowledge of the history, hikers have been reluctant to stay in Wapiti shelter since then. And locals never forgot the name, Randall Lee Smith. My fears really came about once I knew the sentence he got. I knew that he would walk out at some point in time and be back in society. I never had a doubt that he was capable of doing it again. Yeah. They found the guy. Locked him in a cage. Well, good. I keep the woods safe for the rest of us. Listen, guys, I gotta get after. Dude, where did you find this guy? Man, he just showed up when I was fishing. He stands on the bank and tells me there ain't no fish no more in Desmond Creek. <laughs> I said, maybe for you, buddy. I got him jumping in the cooler. Next thing I know, he's up here talking to you. They told me you invited him here for supper. That guy? Yeah. Man, I just told him we were making camp up here. Fire's done. After meeting a stranger near the site of a 1981 double murder, campers Scott and Sean think they're alone. I just knew my head was ringing and like I was drooling and I couldn't see from my left eye. And then I saw fire come from his hand. And that's when he shot Scott in the neck. And at that point I knew I'd been shot. Scott was kind of like turned and then ran. And then the guy shot him a couple more times in the back. This all happened so fast. I was just like, well, I've either got to run or I got to get him. And then when I ran at him, he turned and shot at me one more time. He didn't say anything when he was shooting us and he just sort of had this blank look on his face. Maybe he was just looking for people that he thought he could kill and maybe felt like we were two candidates. Scott was shot in the neck 
he had to put his finger over the hole to keep it from bleeding. He was able to have enough wits about him, I need to get out of here. At the same time, Sean is desperate to make his escape. I knew my keys were in the Jeep, and it was backed into the campsite, so I just knew I had to jump in there and punch it. I saw him point the gun at me, and I just put my arm straight towards it. And then there were no more bullets. Somehow, Sean makes it out of the campground, but he still doesn't know the whole story. In 1996, Randall Smith is paroled from prison. He returns to the edge of Parisburg, Virginia, and he moves in with his mother in the same house where he grew up. Four years after he gets home, his mother dies of cancer. I sure am pleased to meet you. The convicted killer of Susan Ramsey and Bobby Mountford kept mostly to himself. I really don't think that the community where his mother's house was located were very comfortable when he came back there. I wouldn't have been if I lived there. In May of 2008, five days before the shooting of Sean and Scott, a family friend reported Randall Lee Smith missing. We went to uh, the Smith house to do a welfare check. It's got a lot of mail. Oof, this place could use a paint job. Let's keep an eye out for anything funny. Do me a favor, check in with the neighbors. Maybe they saw something we can use. Right. With his prior history, we had to see if anybody had seen him or heard from him or, you know, maybe seen something suspicious. I'm gonna get some flyers made up. So Randall left town. So we're hoping to find out. That boy never could keep a story straight. Check the house? Yep, shut down. Well, if he ain't there, I bet he's gone for good. Unless he's gone up to the mountain. Well, if you don't mind putting those up where folks can see it, letting us know if he turns up. Scott was going to live or die. I was just thinking about get out of there and survive. <coughs> Scott! Sean and Scott.
Scott are miraculously still alive after suffering multiple gunshot wounds. Oh, man. Man, are you all right? Now their only hope of rescue is to make their way down miles of treacherous mountain roads. I've driven that mountain. There are cliffs along the way. There's, there's any number of places they could get into trouble. Here, man. Call the cops. So got signal. Man, we just drive till we find somebody. All right? Somebody help us. multiple times. It's amazing that they're staying conscious, much less that they've got to negotiate a twisting, winding road down the mountain. Hey, stay with me, man. The whole way down the mountain, it's getting darker and darker. I'm behind the wheel, but I mean, my head is ringing so bad. Like, I can't even words or anything, any sound hurts even worse. I can't see out of my left eye. I can hear, like Scott's talking. He's worried to death about me. Man, help me. Help me look behind this man. Tell me if you've seen. I saw how much blood Scott had on himself. I was worried about him as much as he was worried about me, for sure. I didn't know if he'd make it. They know there are houses down at the bottom, but they have a long way to go to get there. It's a narrow road, there are very tight turns, and there are really tall drop-offs along it. Did you say anything? Who? Him. Ricky. Oh, man. You didn't seem mad or nothing, man. Thirty miles away, Giles County deputies are investigating the disappearance of Randall Lee Smith. Hello, yes, this is uh, Giles County Sheriff's Office. Am I speaking with Miss Sanchez? Yes. Hello, Miss Sanchez. Uh, this is a follow-up call about your neighbor. Uh, could you tell me when it was you saw him last? They have no way of knowing of the murderous attack that just happened up on Dismal Creek. 
I can't do this. Look, we're almost there. Oh, we got a long way to go still, man. I can't even see out the windshield anymore. Come on, I still got one good hand. I'll steer. Come on. Let's go. Miss <laughs> Miller lives about as far in a remote area as you can get. She's just about the last house on that road. Melissa Miller isn't expecting visitors. Not after nightfall. Been shot. For her to open that door and see two individuals have been shot, that is probably something that uh, she'll never forget. At the point when we stopped at the house, I mean, that was our savior, you know, they were like there to help us and we were so grateful for that. Y'all just sit tight. We'll get you taken care of. Take care of him. He's lost a lot more blood. Oh, who did this to y'all? Some old dude. We met him up at the creek. Up at Dismal Creek? Yeah. He said his name was, uh, <coughs> Ricky Williams. <coughs> hey. Come on. Hey, Scott! Come on. Yeah. Stay brother. Yeah. Yeah, Come on. Hey, Ricky. I want to do this karate. Hold on just a minute. Scott ended up at the house of Melissa Miller. I can only imagine that they're waiting for more shots from behind them, that they're waiting for Ricky to catch up to them. For all they know, Ricky is standing right on the porch. All right, we're gonna take care of you. Let me just see the wound. Okay, okay, okay. <sighs> Sir, stay with me. There you go, there you go. Hey, this is the flyer the sheriff was handing out. <laughs> Randall Lee Smith. That's him. 
That's the guy. Sean and Scott are able to identify Ricky from that poster. I'm Ricky Williams. Of course, the name on the poster is not Ricky Williams. It's Randall Lee Smith. So we have a case here where a man goes into the woods and murders two hikers. And then 27 years later, having served his time in prison and returned to the exact same community, goes to almost the same spot and assaults two more people along the edge of the trail. This time, both victims survive. Sean and Scott are airlifted to a trauma center just in time. Thank God these boys aren't dead because he could have killed them very easily. Even when he was at our campsite for hours, it never crossed my mind that he was a killer until the first bullet rang out. Unfortunately, the bad stuff, the evil guys, they, they come back, you know. Our guys were on the lookout for the stolen truck. A Virginia State trooper saw the truck on Sugar Run Road. He got behind the vehicle. The truck overturned in a sharp curve, not far from where uh, the trooper spotted him. Trooper is with the vehicle. Suspect is hurt, needs EMS. I never got to talk to him. Uh, the autopsy on him showed that from his injuries from the wreck, he had developed a blood clot, and that that clot had broke loose and went, went to his, his heart and killed him. So he died. He died in jail. He died in a cell by himself. And finally, justice got served. He never did admit why he did what he did you know, did at the crime scene there in Dismal. No interviews, no statements taken from Randall Smith on this issue with him shooting Scott and Sean. There was no reasoning, no outcome from the courts on the crimes that he had committed. felt like that this man was a walking time bomb. And, you know, it happened. He, he went off again. I mean, killing people didn't matter to him. He didn't kill two and watched them die. So life didn't mean a whole lot to him. Given that the two crimes happened in such a similar, almost identical area, maybe we should be looking at the location as the main factor here. It was some attachment that Smith felt to this particular spot in the woods. 
that made him act the way he did. Ours is the magic. Ours is the magic. Crimes don't happen in random places. They happen in places for a reason, and often it's the place where the criminal feels comfortable. One of the bullets went in right here by my temple, and it's lodged in my sinus on this side of my face. The other bullet went in right here, right dead center of my chest, and it's actually lodged over on my ribs over here. Scott didn't really have any long-term effects either. The bullets missed his spine, so he didn't have any problem with that, and then missed his jugular by a very little amount. I believe if he had a bigger gun, the circumstances would be quite different. Definitely uh, realized, you know, tomorrow could be the last day. You know, that's definitely something that I, you know, cherish more now. When I look back on this, I mean, kind of feel like maybe I was used to take a bad person off the earth. And if I had to go through a little pain to make that happen, you know, I'm, I'm on board with that. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.